0: Really
1: to enter a is using an to too many times we stand aside and let the waters slip away to what we put off to tomorrow. Has fine we come today so don't stand upon the shoreline. And say you're satisfied, choose to chance the rapids, and dare to dance the tide. Hello again, ladies and gentlemen. I am the blind blogger, Maxwell Ivy, and this is another episode of What's Your Excuse? You can find me at theblindblogger.net, theblindblogger.net. And uh, that's also where you can hire me to connect you with opportunities such as booking you on podcasts, radio shows, virtual summits or possibly even doing some cold calling direct outreach to get more clients to your coaching business. All right, that's theblindblogger.net. Now, um, today, before I get to my guests, I need to mention that uh, Chip and Pam Edwards at Create My Voice are supporting the What's Your Excuse show and uh, helping with some of the costs of putting on this show. You can find them at createmyvoice.com. What they do is they... Optimize your website, your blog, your podcast, so that it can be found on Alexa and Google Home. And with the big explosion among these uh, wireless speakers and cars, appliances, pretty much everywhere you're at anymore, having your content available where people can get it on those devices is a big deal, a huge deal. So I strongly encourage you to reach out to them at uh, createmyvoice.com. And talk to them about getting you out on Alexa and Google. Okay, so my guest this week is uh, Sandra Henry, and she is a single mother or two, a Etsy entrepreneur, which means that she creates uh, personal uh, items, d- items of decor, invitations, and just ideas that happen to come to her from her own uh, imagination, and she sells them. And uh, she is also the, the woman behind the new logo for TheBlindBlogger.net. So uh, welcome to the show, Sandra. How are you doing this evening?
0: Hi, Max. Um, thank you. I'm doing pretty good. Um, doing pretty good.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I should mention to y'all that this whole episode is, a, what, is an exercise in what's your excuse because Sandra in the past has had trouble with... the. Uh, Putting herself out there and 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 taking the exposure that is available to her, and so um besides whatever she happens to share with us tonight, I want y'all to take this as an example. No matter how much it scares you, you can do it too, and you really need to be letting people know about the amazing work that's going on in your lives. So, why don't you tell people a little bit about your your personal story and how you got to be an entrepreneur as you are today?
0: <laughs> All right. Um. Well, I. Going way back, I was actually a teacher. I went to school uh, for education, and I taught um, for over eleven years. Then, wow, yeah, um, I did special special education, regular education, um, preschool, mostly preschool age. Um, but I loved it, and I think part of what drew me to being a teacher was the creative part of the job and working with the children. Um, was wonderful, but then I had my own children, and decided to stay home, um, which I, I'm so grateful that I was able to do, and uh, the negative side, I was never able to get back into teaching, because of that, Um, but on the positive side, it actually eventually led me to where I am now, uh, with my Etsy shop, and my, and my business, that I'm hoping to, to continue to grow, and like you mentioned, one of my biggest um, one of my biggest challenges has been putting myself out there. And that's one of the main things, uh, that held me back from starting. So I had, my kids were, my kids were very young. I think my oldest was maybe five at the time when I started. And my youngest was probably j- around two. And, um, I was, that, that, I was going through a rough time. My marriage was kind of falling apart at the time. I was getting ready, basically getting uh, ready to be divorced and um, just starting over. And one of my good friends kept telling me, you should sell your invitations because I kept on, for all my kids' uh, parties, I would always make invitations and everyone always loved them. And I was like, eh, you know, I was scared to put myself out there and I just, I... I just couldn't do it. My my self-confidence was so beyond low and I just, you know, kind of lost myself in the whole, just with everything that was going on and, and becoming a mom is a hard transition and you don't really realize it until you go through it. And I think I struggled a little more than I realized, even though I love being a mom and it's, it's one of the best accomplishments of my life, but it's, it's still, it's a challenge and you kind of lose yourself in the middle of it. Um, But eventually I, uh, I don't remember exactly what it was. I think I had seen this idea on Pinterest for something and I was like, Oh, I would love to have this. It was, it was a puzzle made out of wooden cubes. And um, each side of the cube had a piece of a puzzle. So it was like six puzzles in one. And I I remember looking at it and thinking, I could make that, you know, and maybe other people might like it too. And I think that kind of gave me maybe that little extra, I don't know, tiny bit of confidence I needed to look into Etsy more. And then I realized it would only cost me 20 cents to take a chance and open up a shop. And so I eventually did it. Uh, in I think it was 2015, I did it as, you know, it was a hobby for me and just to get a little extra money, um, boost my confidence, maybe a little bit. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, it's been, it's been a learning experience, but I'm so happy that I did it.
1: Um, right. Now started. you mentioned, yeah, you mentioned in your, in your, in your bio on your Facebook page that a friend of yours finally encouraged you to do this in about 2015. Yep. Um, I know in, in my own personal journey there, uh, it took a long time. It was probably two years from the first time somebody started telling me that they thought I could do more than just brokering amusement equipment until I finally accepted, uh, the, the fact that I could be an inspiration and a role model people. And it's, it's one of those things that some days still, still doesn't feel quite right, but I get it. Um, so this friend, what did she have to do or what did you have to get to where you finally decided to open the Etsy shop? Was it just the fact that it was only going to cost you 25 cents or did she say <laughs> something in particular that you remembered?
0: She basically just continuously kept telling me that I should sell them. And every time I would make an invitation for one of our, um, one of my kids' parties, I, you know. She would say, "You should sell these," and then she'd give me all these, you know, times that she's bought them from from people on either eBay or um, or on Etsy. She, you know, she ordered them through them, and you know, she just she just kept. She kind of wouldn't let the subject go. I guess that's <laughs> the easiest way to put it. Well, that's <laughs> she that's let what it takes.
1: <laughs> that's what it takes. You know, most yeah. people have telling them they're never going to make it. The ones who usually succeed have at least one, one friend that's always telling them, you need to do this and <laughs> you need to have already done it, you know? So that's why I was wanting to get at that, at that question. Um, now, um, okay. So in 2015, you finally started your, uh, what were some of the early problems you had to solve or difficulties with, selling your products on Etsy. Were there any, uh, what were some of the things you didn't, maybe you didn't figure that you would have to worry about when you started?
0: Well, um, this whole thing, this whole entrepreneur thing um, has been a learning experience because I do not have a business background. So the whole business aspect and just, um, you know, coming up with a name was a challenge and, you know, and, and figuring out what would best represent, me and and my shop like i didn 't want something as simple as you know sandy 's invitations or you know whatever something that seemed stupid like that but i wanted I wanted something that was right and it it took quite some time um, to come up with something, and you know it, it was just a matter of working it out and i you know I finally found i think it was um, i wanted the word keepsakes in there because I was um, kind of, you know, going in that direction with, with keepsakes as well. And uh, so, you know, coming down with the name was a big challenge. Then, you know, just figuring it all out, the how to set up my Etsy shop and how to word things correctly. Um, it was, it, financially, it was a big challenge because I didn't have any money to put out, you know, to get inventory or to do advertising. Um, still a little bit of a challenge, a little less of a challenge, but still a challenge, but eventually I'll get there. Um, but it was all, it was all just every little step, even, um, learning certain things on Photoshop. I've, I taught myself how to use Photoshop, um, from scratch had no clue. Um, I'm still, I recently just switched to creative cloud version of Photoshop, which is, um, has more features than the elements that I was using. (laughs) And so that I, I remember when I was trying to switch, it was during a busy season. I'm like, I just can't, I can't do this. I can't, it's all so different. And I can't even do like this simple thing of resizing. And it took me a couple of months. I let it go. And then I finally sat down and I was like, all right, let me YouTube this or Google it to see how to do it. But that's how I've learned a lot of, of everything is just uh, you know, kind of trial and error. And um, I've learned one major lesson every year that I've had uh, my shop. So it's, you know, this year I'm hoping my one and only lesson was back in January when my hard drive, my external hard drive crashed that had all of my Etsy files on it and they yeah. were not backed up to a cloud or anything else. So um, this year has been a bit of a struggle kind of recollecting everything and uh, making sure I didn't lose too much.
1: Right, because you can get some of that stuff back from Etsy, but the problem is is that you don't get the original files or the original image quality. And Right. So you had to learn Photoshop. Me personally, I had to learn how to hand code HTML, but uh, that was <laughs> – that was in two thousand and seven, not two thousand and fifteen and so thankfully uh, you know you mentioned earlier that you have you're, you know trying you're trying to learn WordPress so you can create a, a website to go along with your social media pages and your Etsy page right. um, so thankfully you have avoided having to learn HTML you get, went straight to WordPress it is and it it has its own challenges but it's nowhere near as hard as having to do that stuff a line at a time <laughs> uh, but I think that that's one of the things that we learn about ourselves when we start our own business is the kinds of things that we are capable of learning that we would have never thought possible until we really pretty much didn't have a choice. I'm guessing you learned uh, Photoshop because you did not have the budget to hire somebody to do that for you.
0: That's part of the reason. also one of the major things that I do, um, is digital invitations. So I need to design them. And I, I w- originally had a scrapbooking, um, a scrapbooking program. So it kind of, you know, it, it would let me build the invitations, but only to cer- a certain extent. So there was, there was other stuff I, I would, l- I would have liked to have done. And, um, you know, so I kind of learn, learn it as I go. And it, you know, it, the the positive thing about that is, that I'm not overwhelmed with the information. I can learn it as I need to. And um, when I feel I'm ready, it's not like taking a class where it's like, oh, you need to learn A, B, and C before, you know, you can move to D, you know, I can actually (laughs) skip to D and then go back to A, B, and C and figure them, you know, figure them out that way. But um, it's been nice also, you know, learning everything as I go because I can only do my shop at the moment part-time. Um, I have to work full time during the day, and as you mentioned i'm a single mom, so I have my two boys who are both involved in sports and both this year involved in travel sports, so that's even more um, involved and you know so there's there's those life challenges and then I, you know I still struggle with my confidence and putting myself out there um, and i you know I kind of I, I work on it though slowly and and every once in a while I have to remind myself or i you know I'll ask a friend of mine you know this is what's what I'm going through, and they're always wonderful. I have a couple of really wonderful friends who are just always um always there with a great you know just something to help me get over that little hump right so and keep going right.
1: well, a couple of things you've you've mentioned there is one that um because you learn Photoshop, you can now learn newer versions of it or other, other things that you need to be able to do for your business. So it probably gave you some confidence there that you can carry over to the areas that you're not as confident in. (laughs) And uh, you mentioned having good friends who continually remind you that, you know, that you're, you're doing very well at this and, uh, and that you, you shouldn't uh, doubt yourself or, uh, or, or, or basically back up to anybody on your work.
0: That is true. I, um, one of, one of my, my good friends is my best friend from back in college, but my other one is actually a friend that I met through my Etsy shop. Um, she was one of my uh, first customers, <laughs> and um, she's been a repeat customer ever since. So for like for four years, we've known each other, and I've done so many invitations and coordinating items and all sorts of things. And she's gotten um, a couple of my gifts that I make, the keeps the ornaments that I make for for her family, and uh, we've just over the years we've really uh, we've we've really gotten to know each other. And um, I think it was two years ago, we actually got to meet physically in person, uh, which was really awesome. But she's, she's one that I I bounce my ideas off of. Sometimes like if I'm stuck on something, even with your, uh, when I was doing your logo, (laughs) I passed it by her. I'm like, all right, so these are my what do I what do you think? And she's like, I love it, you know, and um, but she might, she might mention something that you know, maybe I missed somehow, and she'd be like, "Well, what if you try this?" And I'd be like, "Oh, you know," and I try it, and it turns out great. And then that kind of leads to an, into another thing and another thing, you know. And it, then I, it just um, so I, I'm happy I found her.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's great when you have people who support you that way. It's even better when you have people that are clients or customers who will support you. And I, I think that's something that uh, I wonder about. I, I wonder if there aren't more people who would who would be doing better if they didn't have it in their heads that people either had to be friends or customers. I mean, because I have a woman who's been with me as a online media client for two and a half years now. And there are times she sends me emails to, to encourage me and I'm working for her, but I think that that's one of the things people, you know, a lot of people probably have it stuck in their head. They're either you can't be friends with your clients, but, I think that's one of the great things about working online because you can. Right.
0: What do you think? I think I think you're right. And my friend, um, my friend I was talking about, she she has said that to me. She said one of the things that makes you stand out is your willingness to, you know, be um, like I adapt and what people need. You know, they'll they'll tell me I'll I'll change my invitations so that it. it Will go to their needs, and she she always told me I wish that I had found you before I had ordered my invitation because then I could have gotten exactly what I wanted, and um, but now she gets them with all her other invitations that she gets, <laughs> but but it is it's you know it, it's it's important to have,
1: and I would you imagine know, in, a, in like a I film.
0: just I talk when I respond and reply to people. I, I reply as if you know, as if they are friends, even though you know they're not necessarily. Uh, you know, and most of them I probably will never hear from again. But I do have my few, uh, my few customers who have come back to me year after year after year, and it's nice. It's you know they and it's just it's nice. And when I see their name pop up that they're that they're buying something else, I'm like, oh, you know. And then I get to. <laughs> Uh, you know, kind of catch up in a way and, uh, and, you know, one of the things I make or some of everything I make, other than my invitations, um, usually use people's photographs. So, you know, which I find touching that people let me into their lives for those special moments and everything. And, uh, these, these client these customers who come back to me year after year, it's like I'm watching their kids grow through these ornaments that I'm making them. And it's, it's just really cool. It's like, Oh, look how big that, you know, so-and-so has gotten, and I might not know their names, but it's, it, you know, it's still, it's really cool. It's, a, it's, a it's a wonderful feeling. And, um,
1: you know i think you said something important there when you communicate with these people you communicate with them on in email or occasionally through messages or maybe even by phone you communicate with them as if you as if they are your friends or might someday be your friend and i think that probably stands out because so many people are so worried about about their correspondence with others that they take themselves out of their emails
0: right I think, um, honestly, I think that doing everything through email and through like the messages on, um, on Facebook or on, on, um, Etsy, I think that actually helps me. I I feel more comfortable because I'm not face to face with the person. (laughs) Um, even though once you get me started talking about my, my Etsy shop and my business, like, I will get on such a role that you'll probably want to shut me up. But <laughs> I've, I've spoken to a few people and, and I'll apologize at the end. i are like, I'm so sorry. That was just a lot of information. And I get on a roll and, and they, they all tell me the same thing. They say, you can just see your passion for your business, just growing and growing as you talk about it. And um, you know, yeah. which it's true. And I can feel it you know, cause I, I hit some slumps sometimes where, you know, I just, even though I love my business and I love everything about my Etsy shop, I just, you know, either my confidence gets down. It's like, what the heck am I doing? You know, I, I can't do this. And, um, or, you know, life just kind of takes over and then I kind of lose it a little bit. But then as soon as I get started on either, you know, creating an invitation or making an an ornament or anything, it just it all comes back to me. And I'm like, wow, I just I love this. And it brings like a piece to me that I don't always have. And then I'm like, that's why.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's a good thing to remember, if if you know, the creative process makes you happy and brings you and brings you feelings of confidence and energy, then you know that whenever you are down, the, the idea is to get a blank piece of paper or a blank document file or some fabric or whatever and just go from there. So um, now you did mention that you have two 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 boys who are involved in sports and travel sports. So one of the things you hear a lot from people is they just don't have the time. And I'm sure there are times when you legitimately have to put off work for your for your for the job that's paid, for the the traditional quote regular job and the <laughs> taking care of the boys. I'm sure there are some times when you do legitimately have to put off, but what are is there are there some things you can suggest to people either in the in attitude or in actual uh techniques that will help them carve out some some of that time for their passion?
0: Time is one of my biggest challenges um like you said i you know I do work full time at during the holiday season. I do have to take off um last year I had to take three days off of my daytime job so that I could keep up with all my orders, which was wonderful. I loved that 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 was the reason. Um, But, you know, going from with sports and then homework and um, you know, fortunately I have my parents who have been wonderful. They, they will watch my kids if needed. Um, And my kids have actually been very wonderful about it. Also at Christmas time, they will help me, when I need it, they'll box up the, the packages or help me box them up and um, get them all ready to go and go to the stand in the line at the post office with me. <laughs> um, but something I actually had reached out uh, earlier this year, I, I want to say it was probably about maybe like February. Um, I reached out to this other Etsy shop that I found find some, um, like, the background images that I like for for okay. different things, and I just love her, what she creates, and um, I follow her on Facebook as well, and I, I kept looking at her stuff, and I'm like, it seems... Like she's kind of similar to me, you know, where she seemed like a mom, you know, but she seemed like she was doing it full time. So I was, I was curious because that's my goal is to be able to do my business um, full time and have it be my full time career. So anyway, I asked her, I said, do you have any tips to be able to, to grow? And one of her things that she said, and I've, and I've put it into effect this year and it's really helped most of the time, um, is when she first started, she was also, she was going to school. She was working. And I think she had a a little one at home, like a newborn or like a toddler. And she said she would make herself, no matter how tired she was, she would make herself work on her business at least 10 or 15 minutes each day. And even though that wasn't very long, it was something. And I was like, huh, So I started doing that. I started making sure that I put in at least 10 minutes, which usually ended up being almost a half an hour because then I'd get busy and into it. And if time allowed, then, you know, the half hour would happen. I would most of the time do it after I put my kids to bed. So it was, I would, instead of just going right to bed after them, I would, um, I would sit there and and work on my shop or, um, you know, I, I would, just, I, I'd find like 15 minutes in my day to make sure that I worked on it. And I, I even got myself a little calendar and I put a little heart, it's a pink heart that's, um, in each corner of the, of every day. And when I'd work on, on my business, I would fill it in. So it was a physical reminder that I was, I was actually working on it. Um, but it, it really helped and it helped with my, my mood even because, like I like I mentioned earlier, working on my on my Etsy business in any capacity, even the stuff I hate um, <laughs> about <laughs> about the business end, you know, working on it, it just it it kind of makes me feel alive, and it you know brings a peace to me. And and doing this, putting in like the fifteen minutes every day was helping with that, and you know it just it would make me want to do more and more and more. And, and, you know, you'd kind of get over that time problem by just, it would just happen, you know, and it just. Right.
1: Well, there are quite a few um, exercise fitness, fitness people who uh, coach their clients to only tell themselves they're going to exercise for five minutes or 15 minutes. Uh, I've talked to writers who have the same experience that if, they tell themselves they're going to write for an hour. It's a, it's a, a a trek to get to the computer or the typewriter, but if they tell themselves they're going to write for five minutes, then they can sit down with a pen and paper and actually get some work done. So the 15 minutes is a great thing. Although most people wouldn't think to apply it to business. And I'm kind of, I'm kind of encouraged that you thought to share something that somebody else gave you that you liked (laughs) enough to use. I mean, some people, when they do an interview, they're like, I need to share stuff. That's mine, you know, stuff that I came (laughs) up with. And so, you know, it's actually, I, I, me, I don't care where the stuff comes from as long as it works, but you know, there are people who, if they were being interviewed for a podcast, they would not share something (laughs) that somebody else them to do. They just wouldn't do it. You know? So I really appreciate you doing that now. So in small amounts of time. A physical, uh, a physical symbol that you've actually done some work on your business each day, some probably somewhere where you can see it because calendars are generally pretty vis- visible in most people's homes. They're usually like one of the first things you see when you come into the house or into the room. So, so great, some great stuff there. Um, and I just want, I wanted to make sure I got to two other things. One, um, I want people to realize. Um, how talented you are because of the work you did on my logo. And for those of you who, who I, I want you all to, to try to put yourselves in in Sandra's place and in the place of my past designers. Basically, you're working with somebody who has who has very little if any ability to give you to tell you what it is they want. Um, I couldn't even tell Sandra what colors I thought I would prefer. Um, I I really the only feedback I could give you was sharing the images that you came up with to social media and then getting feedback from friends and family online. Yet after talking with me, you know, a few months ago for what, maybe 30 or 40 minutes, I think it's going to take her forever to come up with something good. She sends me an email 15 minutes later, Max, I think I have it. (laughs) like, 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 okay. I hadn't even gotten through, finished through, reading my junk mail, and I'm getting an email from you telling me you think you have it, <laughs> and of course, you know it, you know you used that image that somebody who will never know who it was took while I was traveling in New York a few years ago. Um, and you came up with this you know with not only one logo but with two you know pieces of, of really cool art that everybody loves, except for the the nitpicky you know quote gurus hate it, but that's actually a good sign that they hate it because a lot of times the quote experts don't really know what the heck they're talking about. <laughs> they don't. I mean, <laughs> a lot of the quote experts are basically just repeating whatever the hot answer is at the time. You, you go look at a lot of their sales copy or, well, you know, nobody should do that unless they really need to hire them. But I mean, if you ever go look at sales copy for LinkedIn experts or Facebook ad experts, they're all saying pretty much the same thing. It's just a matter of some of them have a, a better reputation and a better following so they can promote themselves. But, you know, you came up with two great pieces of, of art for my website, pretty much all by yourself and, and everybody loves them. And I just, I wanted to make sure I got that in because when it comes to, you know, I'm, I'm sure a lot of your clients, they mm-hmm. at least have a vague idea of what they want. You know, they have pictures for you to work from or something. So, <laughs> um, and then I also wanted to, wanted to uh, mention that, I was really impressed with the way you opened up and let Joe into your house and into your business to do, to feature on his TV show. That took a lot of courage and I wanted to make sure that I told you that.
0: Well, thank you. That, that actually was, um, it took me, I think I saw his post about five times before I finally inquired about it. And, <laughs> uh, and then, you know, it kind I, when I first, Contacted him about it and asked him about it. You know, in the back of my head, I'm like, my type of business isn't gonna be something he's interested in. I'm not the typical, you know, brick and mortar business. I work out of my home. You know, I'm like super tiny of, you know, but I I do have. When I was describing it to him um, through Facebook Messenger, he's like, I just love your vision for it and your passion for it. Like he could hear my passion through my messages that I was, I was writing. And, um, you know, it, it, it ended up working out well. And although it was, it was a very big challenge, you know, say being on the, the TV show and being put out there and, you know, cause I, I like kind of blending in and and <laughs> hiding in the background and not being like, Hey, here I am. <laughs> um, but this whole experience, you know, with Joe and even with you and and this podcast, you know, it's, it's really taking me out of my comfort zone. But I, I also know that it's something that I need to do in order to grow my business. And there's, there's a lot of things I'm going to have to do to be able to do the next step in my business, which is to incorporate fundraising with my business. So, and with the items that I that I sell. So, um, you know, I'm, it's going to take a lot of out of me to go and approach the people I need to approach and, you know, take those chances that I'm going to be told no and, um, you know, and have to be okay with that. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I'm, I'm talking with Sandra Henry. She is the owner of heartfelt keepsakes for you. And it's the number four in the letter U. And you can find that her under that name on Etsy Facebook and Instagram
0: I'm also and, on Pinterest
1: oh you're also on pinterest yeah <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and, and, and i and I encourage you to to follow her even if uh, you even if you don't currently have a need because she posts uh, great pictures of all her work and a lot of it is is' very uh interesting and heartwarming stuff that that goes out there so um back to the the TV show and the podcast what what are some things you've been able to do to kind of get yourself where you're able to, to be interviewed? Because there are a lot of other, let's call them introverts for lack of a better word, <laughs> who know they need to do things to get exposure, but they just can't bring themselves. So what are some things that may, that have helped you or that you might th- you think might help some others?
0: Um to put it bluntly, it's all a mind game. Honestly, you have to, (laughs) it is, you really have to just, you know, convince yourself and just basically give yourself a pep talk of this is what you need to do to be able to get to the level you want to be at. And, you know, you're going to have to get out of your comfort zone and put, and put yourself out there. And it is, it is hard as anything. And, you know, even for me to hand out my business card to someone, even though I'm, I love my business card and I'm so proud of it. I'm proud of my business. You know, I just, to take that first initial step to even just hand someone my business card is a big deal to me and for me. And I even, it was, I think a few weeks ago, um, there were ladies that were next door to me in in the office at work uh and all of a sudden i you know I wasn't really listening to what they were saying, but all of a sudden, I hear them just "Oh, you know, and my grandson and my gr- and I thought it was a godson but or a grand another grandson, but it was like a godson or something and I was like sitting there in my desk at the at the computer, I'm like, I should go over and give them a business card i should they're they're like a target market right there, exactly, you know, yeah. grandmothers. And, uh, um, you know, and, and I just, I sat there probably for three minutes or so, three four minutes and just kind of giving myself that little pep talk. You can do this. You know, all you have to do is go over and, you know, and give them your cards and, you know, it's not scary. They're just people, you know, they're just people <laughs> just like me. And, um, and I did it. I, got up and I went over there and, you know, just kind of was like, I'm sorry, don't mean to interrupt. And I was not listening to your question, you know, what your conversation was, (laughs) but, and it went really, really well. And, and actually last week, the one woman approached me and she wants to, she wants um, to make some, she, she was asking if I could make a certain thing for for her for her um with her grandbaby pictures and all this other stuff and for gifts and and everything i was like huh so I, was, I told her i said let me think about it and it's right along the same lines of what i'm you know what i do already do so i i came up with an idea i just have to collect the supplies to be able to make it um
1: right and that's but- that's and that's the key is Whenever you do push, push yourself outside your comfort zone and you hand out your business cards or you walk up to strangers, you have to, you know, take a moment and go, yeah, I did it. And it was, it was <laughs> great. It was not horrible. They did not yell at me or, um, I, a few years ago, I was uh, really good friends with a woman named Robin Hallett, who is an artist as well as a healer. And she created business cards, and each business card had a different uh, – she had like about 10 or 12 of them. Each one of them had a different image on the back of it that she had drawn. And the first time she gave them out, her friend had to take the cards away from her and go back into the room where she had been speaking and give the cards out for her.
0: Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so, it's and, hard. I went to – Yeah, it
1: can be. It can, it
0: be. can be. I went to the uh, – um a business expo, a small business, business expo in June, um, up in, in New York city. And, oh my goodness, to, to say I was nervous was an understatement. And, you know, I had my cards and I did speak to a couple people, but it was, it was difficult, you know, even just to, to approach people or even when people approached me, it was like, and asked me what I did. And, you know, cause I, I kind of feel like, um, a small fish in like this big ocean, <laughs> uh, you know? And,
1: well, 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 let me ask you a question. You, we've been talking for probably about 40, 45 minutes now. Uh, and I know you knew me through the process of creating the logo, but I mean, as far as, as far as having a conversation for a podcast, is this really something that should scare you or that should scare anybody else that's thinking about being interviewed to promote their business?
0: Um, at. First, I would have said yes, um, <laughs> but honestly, no, because as long as you th- don't think about the little recording, the red recording button that's like in the, the corner of the screen, it's it's kind of just, you know, like talking to you, you know, and that's what I was telling myself um, before, actually, when I was starting to get a little nervous about this, I was like, you know, it's just a conversation with Max. That's all it is, you know, yep. not think about the the rest of it.
1: And that's what I try to tell other people. That's why I was hoping you would answer the question that way, because (laughs) it is just two people having a conversation regardless of how many people or how few people may end up seeing it. Because once we post something to the internet, we never really know, but it is just two people having a conversation. And if more people would, would see it that way, I think it would really help, especially those people who aren't all that confident about being, you know, in big groups, because, if they could bring it back to one-on-one, which is all this really is, it's one-on-one, I think more people would do it. And, and more of those peoples would, would be heard because there are a lot of people with great skills, talents and experiences who we never hear from because they're scared to, to come out here and tell us about themselves, you know? Uh,
0: It is, it is, it is scary. Um, And I think, I think doing the TV show with Joe helped, Um, I remember sitting here thinking, oh my God, I'm just going to screw this up. And, you know, and I wasn't sure what I was going to expect, like what to really expect. Like, is he going to come with this huge camera? And I knew it was just him and another person, but I just, you know, it it was all, it was all like, oh my goodness. And I'm going to become this bumble, bubbling, um, bumbling idiot, you know, talking ramble on about like stupid stuff. And they're going to have to edit out all this, uh, you know, but
1: and here's and something you probably
0: just the regular camera. And it was honestly, it felt most of the time I kind of ignored the camera and then just, you know, talk to the person that I was standing there with. Like, honestly for this, there's my picture in the, in my top right corner of my screen. And then the little record button on the, on the left, but you're yeah. in the center and I've actually been looking at you and talking to you this whole time. So I'm not, I'm not paying attention to the camera and I, you know, I am aware that it's there, but yeah. it's not, you know, it's not in, um, as intimidating as you would think it would be.
1: Right. And I should let you know that because that was Joe's first episode and the pilot, he was planning on using to promote the sponsors. And he still, that is the, that is the purpose of that episode. Um, he was, he was nervous too. He was working with a guy he had talked to and had meetings with, but had never been, to actually work on th- anything with before and you know um when he there's a part in yours in your episode for those of you who haven't seen it um i'll post a link to it in the when i when this goes live uh, there's a part in it where joe comes to your house and he helps you um organize your production area you know where you put <laughs> your products together he was afraid to bring that up with you he was like i don't want to scare her off I don't want to make her feel self-conscious. I don't want her thinking I'm some, you know, total expert. I know everything coming in and telling her how to change everything in her life if she's going to be sick. But and when I when I was talking to him about that, he said, "Max, that's a great idea." I said, "No, no, 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 it's not my idea. I didn't put you up to this." I was like, "Oh no, he's going to go up there and I'm going to ruin this for him." So you know, all three of us and all of us are generally, I think, we are all very successful, accomplished people we were all nervous and scared in some sort of a way. And I think that's one of the best things we can do for people is to let, to let them know that, you know, it doesn't matter what it looks like. We're all still nervous and sometimes even scared when we do this stuff.
0: Right. Yeah. It's uh. it, I think it helped um, when we were taping that, you know, he was kind of learning it as he went as well. And um, you know, it it really did help. And uh, you know, when he first approached me about, the idea that you had given him to help me basically (laughs) clear out my garage was so that I had added space and I could, wouldn't have to um, cut the wood that I need for certain projects in my dining room and then have the sawdust all over the place. Um, You know, at at first I was just like, Oh my goodness. And I, you know, I was a little embarrassed because it's like, Holy crap. You know, it's, I hated opening the door because you worry that something's going to fall out on you. But You know, then I thought about it and I was like, I know that it's one of my major, you know, I was realistic about it in my mind. I'm like, it's one of my major stressors because I, you know, I was stressed. And when I moved into my house four years ago, um, I, you know, I, that was basically my dumping ground. It's the stuff that was coming out of my house and then going in there to either be donated, put in the garbage or, um you know, it needed maybe to be reorganized and and put somewhere, somewhere else, but the majority was donated. Uh, But after he, you know, after we ended up doing it, I realized that all I really needed was that one friend or that one person to say, let's do this together. Like, let's, let's do this. And I just needed that one person to just kind of I don't know, because it, it, looking at my garage, it was always so overwhelming. And just, how am I going to do this? You know, there's no way. And I think that's yeah. why I kept putting it off. And, um, you know, right. well, I still I'm... every once in a while think about it. And it's like, I can't believe I let him help me. You know, this t- <laughs> almost a total stranger helped me clear out my garage. But at yeah. the same time, I'm so grateful for it. And, you know, I I have been able to, it's opened up so much, you know, like my saws are out there and my bikes are now in my garage. So they're not in my kitchen anymore. (laughs) That was a big one. (laughs)
1: See see people, this is the, this is the value of a good question. I asked Joe (laughs) a a stupid question. I thought at the time he asked you, you know, we eventually you realize you do have this block that you need to overcome and let somebody help you. So a lot of times that's where it really starts. Um, I have a new friend who, um, has just come up with the with escape rooms that have been adapted where blind people can play too, and the whole project started by him asking the owner of one is you know it would be really great if uh if the blind people could enjoy this this experience too and just last week i 'm promoting an opening for him on twitter, so a lot of times it is what it comes down to is is just being willing to ask a question, maybe an awkward question, maybe what feels like a stupid question at the time. But, you know, you just never know, really know where those will take you. And now the other thing I wanted to ask you about is, you know, for somebody who can still continues to struggle with confidence, I'm impressed that you want to take your business beyond just being a business, but you also want to, uh, to help with some nonprofit work. So why don't you tell people what it is you want to do and how you're planning on doing it and if there's something maybe we could help you with.
0: Sure. Um, So one of my biggest, um, one of the biggest things I wanted to do right from the beginning, even when my business was just a hobby and not an actual official business, was to do fundraising at some point. Every little scheme idea that I've had in my whole life has always included something with giving back and, um, helping out nonprofits. So I'm working on a website outside of Etsy right now, which I will use for this fundraising that I want to do. Um, that way I can save on my, the fees that I pay through Etsy and, um, you know, give them back to the, the, uh, the organizations, so I want okay. to approach um, schools and maybe you know churches and other organizations and i have I have um, items like ornaments and um, change purses, and I have uh, those flaxseed um, what are they called ice pack heating pads that have the flaxseed in it, and I make all of them with people 's photographs and so i want to I want to have um, offer it as fundraising so like like the schools could you know, basically send out a notice saying, you know, from this date till this date, purchase one of these, and then our organization will get a certain percentage. And I'm still working on the details. So that's why I don't want to say, you know, they'll get, you know, whatever, 20%, right, you right. know, <laughs> but you know, okay, I want to try to make it so that they get as much as possible. Cause even though I could seriously use the fundage, you know, I, <laughs> I know there's so many other organizations and, um, and, places that, you know, could really use it as well. And um, so that's one of the fundraising ways that I want to do. And I also want to do, um, I love animals. And there was when I, I, my kids and I were fortunate enough to go to Alaska a few a few summers ago with my parents, they took us there. And we did a dog sledding um, experience. And I've been following the, them and they did the Iditarod this past year. And you know, it hit me. It's like, I could do some of my ornaments and feature these like people like that or animal sanctuaries that have, um, have animals, specific animals that you go and you visit and you might sponsor and adopt and, and make some items that are specifically for those organizations and those, and those animals and then sell them and give them a portion of it. So that would be another way to do fundraising.
1: Right. One thing that happens quite often with uh, sled dog uh, sled dog breeders and people who raise dogs for service animals and for use in police and, and military uses is they have to raise a lot more dogs than they actually need because not every dog is going to have the right genetics, the right temperament, and be be trained a exactly way, the way they want them to be. So with sled dogs is the same way, just like in horse racing, there are many horses bred for the ones that actually get to race. And so I would imagine there's probably a lot of opportunities for, for that among, among the dogs in Alaska. And the other thing is, is um, I'm only going to mention the company really quickly because I don't want to promote them, but there's, there's a, (laughs) There's a company in the amusement industry called uh, Fun Services, and they do what you're talking about doing with the nonprofits, having like a week or a week once a year or twice a year, where they sell things with your they sell your things with the school logo or whatever on them. Right, and uh, they make obscene amounts of money because I used to be friends with one of the owners here in Houston, and my we have we were able to get a hold of the brochures they sent to the schools and the actual wholesale prices of the materials they were using right and the money was crazy so i know that there's a i know that there's a an availability for what you're talking about doing and that not every school has is already in a program like that so i think your your idea will be will be very good and who knows maybe by this time next year you'll be you'll be announcing it and be trying to see how many schools we can get signed up for you or something, you know? Just... I,
0: I sure hope so. So like I said, right now I'm, I'm still working on the website because I could do it through Etsy, but I really, like I said, I'd rather put the money somewhere else. Um, and, you know, I, I just, I want to work out the details. I want to make sure I have everything um, figured out. And there's also a couple of new items that I'm, hoping to get out before Christmas. So I really wanted to get my fundraising um, portion up and running for this school year coming up, but it's, I, I reality kind of hit and I'm like, all right, you know, got to put a halt to that and focus on these other things. And, you know, that's one of my, um, one of the things I had talked to with Joe and I've talked with other people, one, another one of my biggest challenges aside from finding the time to put, put into my business without taking too much time away from my kids um, and my family is um, knowing how to prioritize everything because I do have limited time and there's the ideas just, they keep flowing and they keep coming and, and, um, I have over the years because there's I was going through a divorce through the beginning parts of my my um, my shop being opened and I I would hit a few like months at a time where I just couldn't I could barely function and I could barely you know even even though my shop brought me joy and and peace and and everything I just couldn't even bring myself to do that. And, um, so, you know, I lost precious time there and I would do the minimum of what I had to do, but because of all those times and everything I have, I found myself where I had like 40 invitations that I'd already created sitting there on my hard drive, waiting to be added to my shop, which, you know, that's potential income right there. (laughs) And yeah, if they can't see it, they can't buy it. Exactly. There's that, there's all my new ideas that are coming in. There's the fundraising stuff that I want to do. You know, the website I want to do, I know I need to do more with Instagram and, and Facebook and, you know, there's so much I need to do and I want to do and it's just finding the time to do it and then figuring out what is most important. So, um, what I ended up doing probably about a couple of months ago now, it's, it's probably, I think it was after the the business expo. I actually took this calendar. Um, it's a desk calendar that I have and I leave it out open on my desk in my room. And, um, and in the back I put each and every little thing that I need to do every task, every little, um, every uh, idea that I have, every um, in- invitation that I've already created and some other ideas that I haven't created yet, they're each on their own little individual post-it and they're organized by what they are. So I, I told myself, all right, I'm going to focus on this. And, you know, I sit there and I'll remove the post-its as I go. And it's nice because it's a nice, for me, seeing the physical stuff going away those post-it notes and having those blank holes is helping because to make the list on my phone, like on an app on my phone where you just check it off and then they vanish and yeah, the list will go get smaller, but it never seems to go away. So this way it's, it's, you know, it's a physical right there in front of me reminder and I can see that I'm doing pro like I'm making progress because sometimes it, you know, you don't feel it. And that right. kind of helps it, it hinders your confidence as well, you know where you feel like you 're not getting anywhere
1: Yeah. well that 's twice now you 've mentioned um, using using things that are visual as far as showing you that you're making progress, so that that's something people really show, should ought to, really ought to <laughs> uh, ought to take to heart from you. Um, now I wanted to give you uh, I'm just wondering what are some of the things or is there is there one thing or a couple of new items that you've come out with that you are really excited about or that you know the process of coming up with how to make them is is was 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 special or different
0: um, well, my newest item are uh, word blocks so I have three different sizes available uh, I have where they each each block, it's solid wood. And on each block, I'll put a picture and you can spell out a word. So um, like I have one that's for my dog. So it's made out of five blocks and each one has a letter for her name. So like the first one has a picture of her with the letter H and the next one has another, a different picture with the letter A. And um, so it's, it's all you know it it they spell out, and the possibilities are endless and i I love the way they came out and I'm working on a hanging version, so I have a hanging version where I just put um a little uh like photo hook on the back so okay. you can hang them up and i love I love that because you can put them vertical, you could put them horizontal, you could put them zigzag you could put them like in any the order you you know any direction you want, um, and I'm working on also one that ha- uses a ribbon, so it hangs uh, vertically from a ribbon. So that's something uh, I'm very excited go. about. And um, there's yeah. also and that that's well, it's new now, um, but it'll be new this year for Christmas. So that's uh, that's I'm anxious to see how it will do uh, at Christmas time, and then I'm there's uh, something that. I have all figured out my kid and I'm waiting for time to do it with my kids because it's a, it's one of these one item that I want to at least make the original with my children because it involves them. And it's, um, it's something earlier this year, I did uh, this online soul shift group and it was just about, you know, basically finding yourself and, and helping you, you know, with your mindset and, and just, Anyway, it was just a wonderful, um, a wonderful, uh, group that I did. And one of the assignments we had to do was come up with a family ritual that you could do that would help you become closer as a family and, you know, being, being in, you know, my kids go back and forth between my house and their dad's house. Um, you know, so their household, you know, it's, there's been a lot of disconnection basically is what I'm trying to say. So I was trying to think of something that we could do together and the samples that she had given me, I'm like, I have boys, you know, one's almost 13. The other one is almost nine. So they're not going to want to do these other things because they're a little girly or a little, (laughs) a little young. So I came up with my own version and I call it family talk time. And so I'm going to be making these family talk time kits and I want to make them, like I said, with my children, because everything that I make is kind of inspired by them Um, anyway. And so one day they came home from, from their dad's house, actually, I think it was. And I had, I was sitting on the floor in my living room and I had a candle on the floor. And I said, come here, we're going to try something new. And we all sat around the candle and I told them what we were going to do, how we were going to share the good and the bad of their day. And it was just, you know, a time because we don't always have dinner together. So we can't have that conversation necessarily at dinner. Um, And so I was like right before bedtime or right when they come home, like that's when we're going to do this. So we had the candle. My older son immediately goes, we need a talking spoon. So he runs to the kitchen and he gets, you know, a wooden spoon. So that's our talking spoon. And we literally started, you know, we would talk and we we shared. And after about two weeks of doing this, um, my older son actually opened up and shared struggles that he was going through at school, which wouldn't have necessarily come out without that. And then my younger one who was very negative about things and just was having trouble finding the positives in his day, started having trouble thinking of the negatives in his day. So (laughs) it was just, it was just wonderful. And um, so I came up with my own little version of it and we're going to make these little kits and sell them. Um, They'll be personalized. And so it's actually um, the good, the bad and the silly is what we, we share. So Uh it's silly or funny, Um, but they're, they're going to be personalized because everything with, with what I do with my shop is personalized. So I, I I needed to do that. And then I'm even creating these wooden spoons that have a little heart that I'm um, um, carving out uh, from the center. So,
1: so we have all the
0: parts. I just want my kids to help me make the candles at least initially. So, um, but that's something I'm excited about and I can't, I'm I'm going to have it out in my shop listed before Christmas.
1: (laughs) All righty, all righty. Well, as soon as you do that, one of the wonders of WordPress is you can always you can so easily update something that's already out there. So when you when you do, send the send the picture along to me, and I'll update the post with the audio and the video so that um, people can see the conclusion of our talk. Okay, so that sounds good. It'll be fun. All right, well, as much as I hate to say this we we're at pretty much at the end of the amount of time that I like to take from from my guests so uh, before we go if uh, if there's something you would like to 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 say uh you know just something you want to say or something you think that might help my my listeners, I just want to give you a couple of minutes that's yours you can do with whatever you like
0: i I just think uh you know if if your listeners and your followers if they have you know, a talent that they, they're passionate about, or if they, you know, just if they have a dream just to go for it, you know, it's, it's, it's hard. It's, it's hard as can be to get over that little hump of, I can't do this. I just, you know, and, and the self-doubt can be crippling sometimes, but to take that first little step is so important. And, you know, each little step, leads to another one and it's, you know, it, you can do it. You can, you know, I'm, I'm slowly getting there and it's, you know, it, I'm, I'm ready for the, the huge jump personally, but uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm grateful that my shop has, has, um, and my business has developed at the speed that it has, because I, I think with everything else that I'd gone, I'd been through while I was building my business, I'd, don't know if it, I think it would have been too overwhelming. So, you know, just one step at a time, one little thing at a time. And, you know, if you screw up, you screw up. I've screwed up a few times and or well, a few more times than I'd <laughs> like to admit, actually. <laughs> Me too.
1: And talk but, about, talk about small steps, 25 cents, girl, 25 cents. It was, yeah. 20.
0: It was only 20 cents, 20, cents. Yeah, 20 <laughs>
1: cents, you know,
0: 20 cents to, we, to put a listing on, on my Etsy shop. Cause to have the shop is free, you know, and. Um, we used
1: to, we used to charge them more than that to try to win a teddy bear on the midway. So I mean.
0: exactly. So, yeah. you know, it's, you just got to take that little step. And whether it's handing out a business card to someone um, or just, you know, just spending the 20 cents to put it, you know, <laughs> to,
1: <All right. laughs> to well, put listing well, on well, well, go go ahead and give out your your Etsy shop and your other URLs to make sure that I did, if if I did mess them up, then they'll at least have them right when they're here at the end. So
0: um, I think you did get it right. It's it's heartfelt keepsakes for you, and it's the number four and the letter U. Um, the website you can go to to Etsy and um, put it in their search bar to find me. You have to no spaces between the the letters. Um, or the words on Etsy to, to search there, or you could go to wwwheartfeltkeepsakes 4 youcom and that'll bring you straight to um, Etsy as well. And it's the same name heartfelt keepsakes for you with the number four in the U on um, Facebook, Instagram and uh, Pinterest, Pinterest. Yeah. Yes. And I'm attempting YouTube. So that's a little slow, but it's getting there. <laughs> that's, right. that's my new learning thing at the moment. Um, All right.
1: Well, send me the URL. and I'll subscribe to your channel. So and, hey, I, I really appreciate you doing this for me. Um, you know, we we started this conversation uh, several months ago before the before the whole logo process. And I'm really glad that we were able to connect and, and have such a great conversation. And hopefully we have inspired some people today.
0: I hope so too cuz it it really um it really does make a difference. It it makes a difference, you know, in in how you feel and um I can I can tell a difference personally with uh my day job and when I work on my business. Like it's just totally it's worth it. It's worth taking that step. All
1: right. <laughs> Is your recording- Okay, so I had a great evening, a wonderful conversation with Sandra about her life, her business, some of her challenges, and I think she gave us several things there that uh, will help all of us, and the the one thing she said more than once was finding visual cues or reminders, so something that you you see that will remind you to actually work on your business or uh, that will remind you to get your exercise if you're focusing on your health or that will remind you to prepare lunches or, you know, whatever it is, your goal is something that will give you a visual reminder. And then also some way of acknowledging that you have actually completed some sort of task or tasks towards your goal. Uh, So the other thing is, as she did say, sometimes you do have to just talk yourself into it. And sadly that is the case, but Uh, I am impressed with her that she is doing more to put herself out there. And one thing I like to remind people about me is uh, some people are like, Max, you have no trouble asking people for stuff. You don't seem to mind when people tell you no. But the thing people should remember is before I started doing this, I spent 15 years doing the bookings for a small carnival in the state of Texas where every other competitor had twice as many rides as we did, if not three times as many rides. Uh, I spent a lot of my time being told no in just about every way it could be said, including sometimes in Spanish. So uh, I have practice. I've been told no a lot. And when you're starting to do something new, whether it's uh, sending out emails, telling people about your business or a new product in an existing business, you're going to get told no, uh, but just continue to do the work, continue to move forward. And as many of my friends tell me, eventually you will get there. So Really enjoyed, Sandy. Uh, I want to remind you about my good friends Pam and Chip Edwards at createmyvoice.com. They do amazing work getting your website, your blog, your podcast set up so that it can be found on Alexa, Google, and the other wireless speaker options. Just imagine somebody driving down the road listening to your podcast or your blog on the speakers in their car because they were able to find you on Alexa or Google. You know, the same thing on cell phones, appliances, the smart televisions that have wifi built into them. So many opportunities to reach an entirely new market, uh, to attract new clients, new customers, sell more products, and they can help you out with that at create And I really appreciate the work they did on my website because I actually get emails from people and social media posts telling me when my latest episode is going live or reminding me, hey, Max, I'm waiting. When's the next thing going to come out on my Alexa or my Google? So definitely check them out. Uh, This has been the What's Your Excuse show. And, you know, if Sandra can do it, if I can do it, then what's your excuse? You can find me at theblindblogger.net. That's where you can purchase my books, my online courses, or the What's Your Excuse merchandise with inspirational sayings that will motivate you to take action. Uh, We have all kinds of shirts and the mugs, water water bottles, journals, other stuff is coming soon. Um, Even been working on a What's Your Excuse tie that I can wear at future presentations. So theblindblogger.net. Uh, Until next time, I want you to know that I couldn't do this without you. I really appreciate you continuing to support my journey. And until then, thank you and take care out there. Oh, I will sail my vessel till the river runs dry. Like a bird upon the wind, these waters are my sky. I'll never reach my destination if i never try so i will sail my vessel until the river runs dry until the river runs dry